With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is Wolves Weekly with Mikey Burrows, featuring the biggest names from past and present. Hello there, I'm Mikey Burrows and welcome to Wolves Weekly. On this episode, I'm joined by the Wolves women head coach Dan McNamara and former defender Richard Stearman. We'll talk about the feel-good factor that's sweeping through all levels of the club at the minute. How we're trying not to put too much pressure on young Nathan Fraser after his goal-scoring contribution against Brentford. And how to win a black country derby. We start with Richard Stearman on beating Brentford. Yeah, the club's in a good place right now, isn't it? Obviously, the, the FA Cup's something to look forward to and we'll, we'll touch on that later, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, the squad's in a good place. We're picking up some good results and some tasty matches up to, to come. So it's, it's looking exciting for us right now. I, I was talking to Lee Naylor and Andy Thompson pre-game and, and a little bit afterwards and we talked about confidence and the boys were kind of admitting, and I don't know whether you agree with this, Steers, that you can't really put your finger on why, but something happens when you get a couple of results that you just start striking the ball better. And you can't you can't really explain it because obviously you know how to strike a ball, but it just seems to leave the boot sweeter and, and everything you do seems to come off and you can't explain it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, everything just seems to kind of... And out better, it just seems to work. Everything you, you try seems to come off. Um, and adversely, the other way around, if you start, you know, going on the other the other way, um, things just don't seem to happen for you. You don't get those bits of luck. So, yeah, like I said, we're in a great place right now. Everything seems to be coming off. Um, and it's it's some, some good things to come and some exciting things too. Dan, how, how big is confidence for players in that regard? And I say that on the basis that, it's one of the hardest things to get into a group of players, right? Yeah, I think you're, you're right, mate. It's um, it is massive, um, but it, it, I think it takes time to to build the trust first, doesn't it? You know, it's it's all well and good you telling players that you believe in them, but I think it's your actions over over the words. I think it's it's the way you you treat them and your behaviours around them, and whether you stick by them through the the tough moments that really build that trust to then allow 
the confidence to come out potentially. Um, I look at I look at the around the the, the first team group at the minute, the, the men, and uh, you know you see the relationships that Gary O'Neill's developed with some of the players, the way they react with him when they they win together and they lose together. I, I seen Cunha after the the game, and you can just tell that the, there's the, there's real belief, there's real trust within the group, and and as I said, for me, the fallout of that trust building is is you start to become confident in each other that they'll become confident in what they're getting asked to do and and Gary O'Neill will become confident in them delivering which he has done you know so um I think you're absolutely right Steers is right the club's in a great place it's uh it's fantastic at the minute real feel good factor and it's a pleasure to to to, to be in amongst it to be honest interesting to get your both your thoughts on this in terms of you know we know there's been adversity given the the change of coach just days before the season started. And then that whole VAR period where it just felt like everything was going against them every week. In a strange way, do you think that's helped create their bond and their togetherness? Yeah, I think so. I think through through tough times and coming through the other side, you, you create a bit of a mentality within the club, within the dressing room. Um, you know, you... you you feel as though, like you said, everything's against you. You've got to dig in, like Dan says, trust trust the process, trust what the manager's delivering, uh, or the head coach, should I say. And, you know, they've, they've come out the other side and, and, you know, it's bearing fruit now with, with the results. And um, I see Gary talking talking recently about how good a financial situation the club's in as well. And, you know, it's positive times at the club and, and certainly something we can look forward to now with great optimism. Yeah, I think you're right, mate. I think sometimes that these these things come at, at good times, don't they? The the, the uh, he will have been in there and, and built a, a real strong bond between them, and it's almost like the world's against you, so we'll fight harder. I know we've had that within our dressing room over certainly this year. We, we, we've come across a lot of adversity and. Obviously, we, we've had to club together and, and 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 almost fight the world, and I think that's the kind of mentality you're quite dangerous when you can develop that as a as a group between the staff and the players when when you want to take on anybody because you feel like everything's against you. So, absolutely, yeah, again, agree agree with Steers. It's a powerful thing, um, especially when you come through that adversity. You know, people people do get off the journey as you go through these tough moments, as we've seen, but uh, the the collective that stay. I think you're now going to see some some real rewards for for them, as he said, trusting the process. I think it's it's great to see. Is there a fine line to that though, Dan? Because I guess can you go too far and and focus too much on on what goes against you, and then you kind of lose sight of actually what you're trying to do? Yeah, I think there is, Mike. I, I think that sometimes you're pushed towards that fine line, Mikey, as 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 Gary O'Neill and and the lads probably. Probably were close to with regards to the VAR decisions and stuff like that. Everything seemed to just be there. Didn't seem to be any light at the end of the tunnel, did there? But uh, interesting comment. What you said before, you know, when things start going for you, all of a sudden the whole mentality changes. You know, uh, it, it was um, we, we used it within the women over the last twelve days. You know, we 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 had a, a disappointing result last Sunday. You know, probably. Not one that we wanted with regards to chasing chasing the league title, and then we we take all that and we 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 put it together into three sessions, and we go and shock the FA Cup and knock out one of the the champions championship teams this weekend. So, I think there is a, you're absolutely right. There's a fine line, uh, and it's it's important to stay 
the right side of it. But as I said, I, I just think it's really powerful that that adversity piece. If you if you can if you can get it right as a coach and you can build that trust, it it's unstoppable at times. Because steers one of the things that that really stands out is is all of a sudden they're scoring goals and they're scoring goals from all over the park. You know, Craig Dawson, Maximilian Kilman got goals the other week. Nelson Semedo's popped up with one in the replay. Um, I think it was six times in 140 games since COVID that Wolves had scored more than two. Only six times in 140 games. And they've now done it, obviously, twice, you know, back-to-back in Premier League matches and then again in the FA Cup um, in the replay. That that's the key thing, right? You you could as good as you defenders will like to take credit for stuff. <laughs> they got you got if you're not scoring, then then you find it hard. And people love it when you win a game three two more than if you win it one nil. Uh, yeah, other than Mick McCarthy, I think. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, ma- it's massively important, Mikey. Obviously, to to share the goals around, isn't it? I mean, it's, you, you don't want to become too reliant on on your striker or your, your winger or what, whoever it might be that, that contributes uh, the most to, to your goal return. And you know, obviously, losing losing Neto, that 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 that, that was the possibility. But it's great to see that the, the lads are sharing around the goals. Everywhere you're a threat from from all over the park, set pieces. Um, you know, and it like like you said, the, the Wolves haven't been renowned for um, scoring multiple goals within games uh, in recent times and it's great that now we're finding some form in, in front of goal and, and really putting teams to the source. And one part of that that's got a lot of people talking was Nathan Fraser, who now has two goals and one assist in three first-team appearances. He's 18. He's from Tetnall. He was probably hanging around when your dad was still working at the Banks' factory stairs. <laughs> um, I mean, that that's what you dream of, right? I mean, Macca knows it because he's got a lot of local players involved in his team but it just it's something special for the fans and you know we, the club put out the photo of him when he signed as an eight-year-old you know a little cheeky face and and now here he is 10 years later scoring back-to-back games at Molyneux for him it's, you can't beat that that's the dream isn't it for both for both player and and fans one of the one of their own coming through scoring goals I, I just hope he continues his progression his ceiling very high I know he's really well thought of within the club and it's great to see him on the pitch, first and foremost, being in and around the thirteen, but also to grab important goals. It's it's great. It's great for all of us in, involved watching watching Wolves at the moment to have sort of one of our own doing so well. It just gives you that extra element, doesn't it, Maka? That you've got someone who understands what it's like for those who are in the stands. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. You know, as you said, you alluded to then, Mikey, we've got we've got a few um who've who've been around the fold for longer than I've been in and, and uh when you when you when you're fighting for your badge, you know, when you're wearing your badge and fighting for your badge, it, I think it adds that extra edge. Um, you know, you look in you look in, in my squad, obviously Anna Price has done it for years. You've got the the younger players now, Tammy George, you, you see what she puts into it, you know, you can tell it means a little bit more. Um, I think you're seeing that from from Nathan Fraser yesterday. You know it, it, what 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 a talent the boy is, and I think the you know we used to turn up here for the last eight, eighteen months, uh, Mikey, and he's the one that's in when it's going dark underneath the one light at Compton, and he's he's constantly practicing, and and now he's reaping his rewards. My, you know, I'm delighted for him 
Um, it was a great finish as well, wasn't it? And as you could see what it meant to him um, with the celebration. So, no, as Steve said, long may it continue. And, uh, you know, I think he'll, he'll soon sort of unite with the fans if he hasn't already. And they'll soon start to, to take to him because of that local connection that they've got. Well, Lee Naylor said on Match Day Live Extra that he can see a bit of bully in Nathan Fraser. Now, that is maybe too too much a step at this stage to put that kind of thing on the shoulders of a young player. Because, Steers, you'll remember um, when people started talking about Zeli Ishmael as a £100 million player, and it, and it never worked out for him. And, and that kind of tag had to stay with him forever, really, didn't it? It, it was such a shame for Zelly, wasn't it? That he, had, he parried that. That was a huge, huge weight round his round his neck. The old uh, hundred million pound player shout. So, yeah, let's not get too carried away. Not put too much pressure on the on the lad. Uh, let's just continue to let him progress. Let him let him continue his development. Um, he obviously works incredibly hard away um, away from the lights. And and yeah, it's 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 great that you know he's getting that exposure, getting some games, getting some goals. Let's just. You know, put, not put too much pressure on him, um, and let's let's keep our fingers crossed and hope he he continues to develop so well. Yeah, uh, say for for people who who might not have heard the story that we were telling in the commentary of um, as a, as a sixteen year old, he was probably kind of behind a couple of other players at his age group, and he spent the summer training on his own. As Dan alluded to, he's still kind of doing it now, and he did a lot of work with Darius Vassell, who's in and around the academy. And it it just paid off for him, and and he it meant that as a sixteen, seventeen year old, he suddenly became a prominent figure with the under twenty ones earlier than maybe many people anticipated, and and it means now as an eighteen year old, it helps Dan that that he has the physical attributes. You know, you can tell he's been in and around a first team setup for for longer than maybe other players his age, because that doesn't half help, does it? When you when you're big enough and strong enough to knock big defenders out of the way. Yeah, absolutely, Mike. And I think that's the thing that draws you to to Nathan. I think the I know I've watched him a, a, a lot for the twenty ones over the last couple of years, and and he, he, his physical physicality and his attributes he has, he, he just he's, he works tirelessly. You will have seen him, Mike. He, he he's constantly on the go, and he occupies multiple centre halves with his work rate. And as a coach, you know that's what you want to see first and foremost, don't you? Someone that's going to absolutely graph for you and and I think he gives that in abundance and I think even from the short time he, he's made the step up you can see his body's changed again he, he he's 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 gone on to another level physically and and you know I think the the exciting part is he's he's just missed quite a a chunk um with an injury hasn't he so he's yeah. probably not where where he wants to be or or where the, the gaffer wants him to be at the minute um, so you know, give him a few more weeks and, and hopefully a bit more game time, and he can get that full fitness back. I think he's really exciting, and uh, yeah, the fans have got a lot to look forward to. See, here's the question, Stiz: it, it, Do you think it's different now? You see young players come through, you know, Solly Hall, and especially at, at Derby in the last few years. You know, the old adage. I remember doing a, a Q and A once at Molyneux with Chris Coleman, <laughs> and it, and he said that he was told when he started that you weren't a fully-fledged pro until you played 100 games. And there will be other people that will rate it in terms of your age, you know, what age you get to when you can feel like you are fully ready to play proper football, if if that's the right term. Was it different at your age, and do you think it's different now? 
I think you've got to you've got to put into perspective uh, what sort of club and what level you're coming through at as a young lad. I mean, Nathan is stepping into a Premier League team, so the squad is going to be littered with world class players, with with elite Premier League stars. And I came through at Leicester City at the time. The club was struggling a little bit for finances. Young lads were getting chances in the Championship. Um, so it was a little bit different for me, whereas I, I was probably thrust into first-team action um, at, at 17, maybe a bit younger than you know I possibly would have done if if the team was in the Premier League. So um, it just it shows how well Nathan is doing to be considered a first-team player, getting on the pitch, getting getting minutes, getting goals. Um, and, you know, that's great credit to him and the club and, and everyone that's, that's sort of got into that that position. Um, the the amount of sort of um, wealth and exposure and, and players that are, that are there within every Premier League outfit, um, you know, there's, there's multiple strikers that will be knocking at the door in every age group. So you, you, you're constantly fighting to to get games, to get minutes, to, to impress. Um, and that's that's not just to get into the first team, that's to get through every every stage of academy level football up into the, the your scholar, then your professional, 16s, 18s, 21s, and then to finally get your chance at, at first team level. So Nathan's done incredibly well to to be involved at, at the ages. And like you said, he's, he's blessed with some great physical attributes, which has probably meant he could handle first-team football um, sooner than, than some of his some of his colleagues that are the same age. Wolves Weekly with Mikey Burrows. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. Right, let's talk about the fourth round. Is despite the fact that the the men's first team have a game away at Brighton on Monday night, it's kind of almost become immaterial now. Um, and we thought we'd get on uh, the man who knows all about what winning derbies takes. No, it's not Richard Stearman. Dan McNamara, because <laughs> uh, I make it Dan. Uh, am I right? Say it's seven since COVID in uh, that you've won in a row. Uh, I think I'll have to confirm, Mikey, but I think it's eight. So this this Sunday will make it nine wins on the bounce if we can get it. So yeah, don't don't take one away from me, mate. Come on. <laughs> well, you got plenty. You got plenty. <laughs> I mean, look, you know, whatever level it is, right? Whether it's men's first team under twenty ones, under eighteens, women's first team, the women's reserves, like it matters, and you feel it. I know you feel it. 
Yeah, I think um, it came quite early on when, when I first took over. Like, I wasn't aware of it. I don't think people who are not from in and around Wolverhampton uh, fully appreciate just how much it means. Um, and I'll never forget, I think, one of my first games, I, I think it was like a Stoke City or Blackburn Rovers, and one of the fans leaned over on the dugout and said, Maka, Maka, and I, I went over to him, and I, I didn't know what he was going to say. And what he did say to me was, good luck with the with, with, with the with the job do not lose black country derbies. And, and, and we were, I, I don't think we, we even were due to play one for the rest of that season. And, and it sat with me for, 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 for months. And, and then obviously my first one was you really, listen, even at, at our level and, and, and with the, with the amount of fans that we get in, you can tell how much it means to, to them. And, uh, it's fantastic to be a part of when you're on the, 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 the good end of it, mate. And, I can only imagine what what it, you know what it's like in inside West Brom with a with a, a full full stadium. It's going to be intense, um, and uh, yeah, I think the the boys are in a good place, aren't they? They're looking forward to it, and you know Gary O'Neill's got a chance to be you know a bit of a hero, and uh, if he's not already a bit more of a hero, um, heading into to, to the fourth round, and if he can get a win, I think it'll go a long way towards sort of making him a bit of a cult hero amongst the, the, the Wolves fans. So, yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. Yeah, we were talking about Nathan Fraser beforehand. I mean, if he if he comes on and scores at the Hawthorns, then they may as well start building his statue now, right? I mean, <laughs> Jamie O'Hara didn't exactly do a great deal of steers in his Wolves career, but we all still remember him for curling that one in at the Smethwick end. Absolutely. Possibly one of the highlights he, he has at, at Wolves, isn't it? I still remember that goal, so... That pops up every now and again, doesn't it? What's it like? You've been there. You've played in them. I've been on the end of wins and defeats. Um, listen, every team's got that one game that you know it is the only game. It is, it's and this one's no different. Um, what an uh, enticing prospect it is! Uh, it's the one we wanted. Delighted that we've managed to get it. You know, it can go a long way, like Maka said to. Fermenting Gary is a bit of a hero. Um, can go a long way into sort of, you know, the season's been pretty successful so far as it is, but, you know, to, to, to win the derby as well, um, you know, it'll be standing in good stead for the rest of the season, I think, puts in an even better place uh, to attack the rest of the season. What was it like, Stiers, when, you, when you're in the dressing room? Because obviously you know what it's what it's all about. And there's a, a smattering of local players, you know, Carl Henry and other guys that, that would know. But there's also guys who don't. Are, are you telling them? Are you talking to them? Or do, do they need that? Yeah, listen, you, you let them know that this is the one. This is the one we, we, we have to perform. We have to win. Every player will have been at a club that's got, you know, a fierce rivalry that they've played in derby games. They know if they live in the area, they'd have been told every time they walk down the street. Yeah, I mean, they were amazing, amazing to be a part of. Um, what an atmosphere. Like I said, I've been on good one, on the end of good ones and bad ones. You know, if you you can get a win in in, in this derby, oh, it's, it's an incredible feeling, you know, being in that dressing room afterwards. Because, Maka, uh, I'm conscious that um, I've seen you before games and often you're more pent up than your players, especially on derby <laughs> days. Uh, there was one at the Hawthorns a year or so ago. I remember w- looking down from the gantry at you pacing around before the game and the players looked chilled out as anything. Um, but you, you've got to get a balance, haven't you, between everybody kind of going, this is the big one, this is a big game, 
but not then getting carried away by the big game and just doing your normal stuff. Yeah, no, listen, Maggie, I've been on a, a, my own personal journey regards my managerial <laughs> behaviours and, um, you know, you, you're absolutely right. I think at, 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 there's a, there, there becomes a point where I can no longer do anything or control, the, the, all I can control is my emotions and, yeah, it, it soon passes over to the players, doesn't it? So I think you, you've, got, you've got to try and remain really calm and focused and, and keep them calm because... They're, they're strange, aren't they? Derbies, you, the, silly things can happen, you know. And and if you can, if you let them get too emotional, that's where silly mistakes happen. So I think you've once the, once the whistle goes, or once you cross the white line, as they say, you've got to try and take some of that emotion out of it. Use 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 some of it, obviously, to 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 make sure you're front footed and you're aggressive in the right moments. But you have to really control that emotion, otherwise, it can soon get the better of you. And we've all seen various derbies where it's gone gone the wrong way and it's cost people big points so yeah I think it'll be Gary and, and all the boys controlling their emotions and, and, and channeling them in the right way come the 28th I think uh, I mean I'm very conscious that you are in derby build up week uh, at the moment and, and a big cup game to boot in that respect as well so it's kind of that that double whammy really that yeah, this is one of the biggest weeks I think Wolves fans, for men and women, have seen in an awful long time. Maka, pressure's on you to kick it off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think you know what it's like. Right, all of a sudden, there's a little bit more interest because both senior teams have got it coming up. So I've been flicking onto Twitter, and people are starting to notice that the oh, the women are playing in this week, and then we've got them uh, the week after next. So. Yeah, it starts to, to to put a little bit more pressure on. You know, we want to we want to do the double over them effectively, and and that starts on Sunday. Um, obviously, we're we're at home, so a little bit of a, a difference there. But we're hoping we're we're going to get a really good crowd in. I think there was you know there was nearly or just over a thousand there last time we played Albion. So um, we're we're hoping the same again this Sunday, and and hopefully we can start what what will be two wins um, and. Uh, it's, as you've said, it's two cup games, so we're looking to get to the final and and uh, are we looking to get into the fifth round? Um, following off the back of, of another remarkable historic result, I know that the league campaign probably hasn't gone the way you, you wanted it to go this year, though you're still, still kind of setting remarkable results, really. I mean, it comes to something when you can lose three out of nine and, and, and have a, a call that a dip. In some respects, it's just the levels you've got to. But um, getting through to that tie to to face your own tie against Brighton, talk me through the emotions because I messaged you after the game saying that's why you're the goat because you keep <laughs> keep doing this, Dan. Where you know right back to those COVID times where the last couple of years it's like you just achieve something else almost every year. Yeah, and listen, it's it's credit to the girls, Mikey. That it's it's the game is growing that quickly. It, it's really tough to keep up. Um, we've seen that in the league this year with Newcastle coming in and and what they're throwing at it. It's remarkable. It's it, to be in the game and to see it happening is amazing. However, to be against it, it is frustrating because you know you've got your Burnleys and your Forest and your Newcastles who are. We, we, we're struggling to, to keep up in certain elements. Um, 
But one thing we won't ever give up on is that desire and that fight that we've got within the group. And 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 as you just said on Sunday, we've probably seen the disappointment of the league game the week before really come out onto the pitch. Um, it wasn't just a, a smashing grab at Reading. Uh, we, we we were fantastic from start to finish. And listen, I, we went down there at Old Shot Town, and uh, I asked the girls at the start of the game, did they feel this was a big enough memory to? to sort of go out on and um, we all agreed that we weren't happy for that to be the, the highlight of our season and you know thankfully the girls produced on the pitch and now we've got a another amazing day to look forward to against Super League opposition you know we think back to last year against West Ham there's a, a massive memory in, in my time here you know even the one I know what we, we joked about the other day uh, Mikey was the Watford game you know another Huge memory, and I keep saying to the girls, this can, I'm sure Steers will say the same. It, this game's about making memories because there isn't much else. Once once you're out the game, there isn't much else for you to cling on to. So you you want to look back and 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 have those memories that you, unite you with with your players and, and staff members in years to come. So hopefully, you know, on the 11th of February, we can give a another good account of ourselves against, as I said, a tough super late, super league opposition and. You know, the Spain captain's in there, Vicky Lasada. So seeing her against Tammy George is going to be a, a real interesting battle. And, and as I said, it's the memories for me, that those things that are going to stay with you forever that we, we keep striving to recreate. See, the thing is, is, he talks about memories. That Watford game was deep in COVID. So they end up winning this incredible FA Cup tie. And there were only four of us uh, five of us, actually, from a Wolves perspective. Six, if you count our cameraman. But there was me and Claire Hakeman doing commentary. Jenny Wilkes, the chairwoman, and her husband. And then Max, our media boss, and our cameraman, Alex. That was it. N nobody else <laughs> in the stadium. Like, we were the ones, the only ones to celebrate there for Macca. I mean, you know, you've been there for those big things. you made some noise. Well, yeah, we, yeah <laughs> mate, you know I did. You know I did. <laughs> but, you know, like, you know, I think back to your moment in the FA Cup at Anfield in front of the cop turning away. You know, I mean, you had an awful long run to get down to where the supporters were. But Macca had tons of supporters from Wolves down there who made the journey for that time. And and those are the moments, aren't they, that live with you forever? Absolutely. I, I couldn't agree more. I, I mean, I think I've probably wrapped up over well over 500 games and a lot of them just sort of, you know, they just sort of fade into the background, and it's those special ones where you you might have scored, or you've got a, a great result, or you were underdog, or you got promoted, or you know, it's those special ones, or you might have a, had a great dressing room, and it, it's those are the things that stick with you. Um, you know, I'm reminded about certain games that other people might have came to watch me, and I'm like, oh, I don't really have a clue, you know, kind of what's happened until I'm reminded, and it's. It's those those memories that that will live with you, um, you know, well beyond sort of you've you've hung up your boots, and um, it's those that we play play the game for, and it's why I'm still trying to get out there at the moment and, and carry on going. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed we can uh, between us get some get some more of those. Yeah, it's going to be a remarkable week. I say, hopefully, fingers crossed, Dan, you can you can start it off for us, and then the men will finish it off a couple of days later. <laughs> that's the that'll be the one mate that'll be perfect won't it um, I'm, 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 in my time Mike I've not seen 
I've not seen one, haven't I? Uh, with with fans in it, so I'm I'm really excited to to see the 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 atmosphere inside the the stadium, and uh, you know it's. 11.45 kickoff is not, not the norm, so there's obviously a rationale behind that. I'm, I'm really excited for it. And as you said, hopefully we can start it off positively on Sunday and then uh, and then over to, to the lads and see see what they can do. And Steers, just finally, uh, there is a game at Brighton before that. Uh, is there an element of it being a little bit of a free hit because of the run they've been on that, say, we talk about confidence, they can go there and maybe, you know, just just put on the performance and put on a show and feel good? Uh, a little bit. I think Gary will certainly have them still, you know, fired up. He'll want to win. The boys will want to win. They want to be in good form going into the Derby game. They want to continue to pick up points, of course, see how high they can get at the league. So, um, is it a free hit? I know Brighton are, you know, they're, they're a fantastic team. They're great to watch. Uh, it's a difficult place to go. So, um, any result, I think, would be a good result. Um, and then we all, all eyes will be on, on the next one. Wolves Weekly with Mikey Burrows. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing... The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.